Uh, got me a little uh, little little date on Monday that I'm worried about, only because I don't want to catch uh, catch COVID. Possibly, I don't know. Yeah, that is scary. I got COVID tested this morning. Uh, never. Do you been find tested out? Before. Do you find out immediately? You don't, right? Um, I think we're supposed to find out in 24 hours, mm. and uh, so yeah, I'll get back to you on that. But okay. Man, they 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 stick that thing pretty far up there. Oh, it's they, that one, yeah. Man, yeah. They, they squiggled me good. They squiggled <laughs> my brain all up. <laughs> Do you, uh, I mean, did they get you a drink first or like, you know. Just Not a, even. No, <laughs> damn. Just super wham bam. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm uh, sorry. Damn. <laughs> 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 <The> fucking... <laughs> Uh, fucking motherfucking, uh, hey, um, uh, hey, um. <laughs> <laughs> First finals edition of the Free Ballers podcast. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about both Heat losses tonight, right? We're going to talk about both of the Heat's uh, two losses in this series so far. Yes, we will. We will oh, okay. We'll definitely cover those. I'm Alex here with John. Yeah, LeBron looking like he's going to get his fourth, his fourth precious ring. More importantly, AD getting his first. Yeah, AD getting his first. Yeah, that that's that is a big deal. Uh I feel so bad for Dragic and Bam. Like because I feel like it would be competitive. And uh mm-hmm. the without them playing, it just sucks, especially watching them play tonight in game two. It was uh, competitive. Like, yeah, like game one was a complete like just everything that could have went bad fucking happened. It was horrible. And, uh, you know, but then I could handle them losing, like, as a Heat fan. But to have Dragic and Bam go down was like, fuck. Cause now, you know, it's just going to be so hard for these guys to, to play without them, without them. And, uh, I thought they did a honorable job in game two tonight. Well, you know, uh, the Heat and six prediction can't happen without two losses. So it's true. We're on track. It's time to net up. Yeah, we're Um, on track. I have to admit, I'm jealous of the Lakers uh, solving that zone uh, way quicker than than the Celtics did. Uh, LeBron pretty much had it figured out. Yeah, I mean, I will say they're not... uh, The zone is still helping. Like, uh, Lakers shot 40%, 41% on the zone versus uh, 60% on man. Man. After Hmm. the game. But... um, the, the Heat played, like, almost the whole game in zone, which is a lot different than game one. They played um, this entire game in zone? No, well, they played fucking uh, 72 out of 95 uh, half-court sets in zone. Oh, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a lot. And uh, the Lakers shot 41% in that time. So, I mean, I think, I don't know if the Heat playing man will will do better than that. I was kind of digging it. I just thought that uh you know, Anthony Davis and LeBron, 
you know, it's like, it's fucking hard. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, I, not to say I told you so, but uh, <laughs> they make a great fucking duo. I think it's, this is what LeBron wanted. Yeah. I still think watching the game tonight that with a healthy team, that it, it would be a different story, but it wouldn't be quite as easy. And I think that they could upset them, especially, hmm. especially watching them like keep it a competitive game in game two with like fucking without our two of our three most important players. Yeah, for uh, sure. Um, I'm kind of happy to see Myers Leonard's finally get some minutes. Myers Leonard finally gets some minutes in. Like, uh, for example, like if, uh, like if the Lakers were missing Anthony Davis and LeBron or whatever, like, it's just not, they wouldn't be quite the same, you know, like, but you mean it would be significantly worse. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I just think that, uh, you know, it's easy. It's easy to overlook that what they're missing, especially considering that Bam was the best player in the Eastern Conference Finals. You know, it's a lot that's not there. Fair, yeah, big time contributor. But yeah, I was thinking about like if LeBron wins this championship, does he have? Will he be able to squeeze out two more to tie Mike? Does he have that time left and like opportunity? I was thinking that. I was thinking that too because I heard. Uh, well, I saw one of the big talking points on on you know the major you know networks was um, uh, it, it, can LeBron close the gap? And I mean, is he really closing the gap? I mean, if he wins, um, he has to win three right to to tie Michael Jordan and wins. But even if he does that, they're still just going to say, well, he's only five hundred in the finals, right? Yeah. So it's like I mean, and the thing that they just that everybody that's a Jordan, um, you know. <laughs> a Jordan goader, as it were, uh, they just say, well, Jordan never lost uh, in the finals at all. He's undefeated six and oh, uh, plus, plus he never let a final series go seven games. And so that's just kind of their like Trump card, as it were, they just kind of hold that over the whole argument. So. Yeah, that's a, that's a tricky one, man. Cause he lost a lot, you know, before, before. Yeah, exactly. And they never talk about that part. Yeah, LeBron has like playoff success. He he will drag his team to the finals, um, no matter how bad they are. So, true, motherfucker can't not go. No, he's got to be <laughs> in it. <laughs> exactly. No, and I mean, you saw what happened to him against the uh, the Mavericks and Spurs when he was with the Heat. So, I mean, he'll drag any team, even if they're going to lose, to the finals. It is what it is. I shouldn't kick you when you're down. Oh no, I'm not. I'm not that down, man. Like I didn't. I didn't think that Miami would be in this position like at all. So like uh this this is all working out for the for the best, I would say. Um and I'm pretty I'm pretty happy with how they've been playing considering that everything every how everything went with the injuries and uh I feel like this is a pretty strong like recruitment example year of like Oh, to come pick on. up free agents? Oh, yeah. Of like, For sure. come, on, come on down. Because, like, you know, we'll get you there. And uh, we're not fucking around. Not fucking around. <laughs> um, well, I, I hate to, like, look to the future already. But, I mean, are you... Is Miami, like... I mean, I'm sure Pat Riley is, right? Um, win or lose, he's got to think, what do I do to keep this team coming back? So... Who, um, what position do they upgrade? What do they do in the draft? I mean, do you have any idea? 
Yeah, I mean, I think the goal is to go after Giannis. That's the goal. There's a bunch of other people under him, like who are will be available in the next two years, anyways. So, like, mm-hmm. not getting him, we'll still be able to get like someone else. But that's the. I feel like that's the ultimate goal, right there, is to well, is to get him. Can't say you guys don't shoot high. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see how it goes. I'm. I think Toronto has a really good shot of if he leaves Milwaukee. I think Toronto has a really good shot, but I thought that too. Either way, I'm pretty happy with how things are going for Miami. Like they win or lose this series, it, it's an accomplishment that they got here, and then maximum like free agent slot in the next two off seasons to add. That's perfect. Just add a motherfucker mm-hmm. to this. If we had one more guy, I mean, man, I don't even want to say that because if they're not even healthy. But add one more guy to this, and it's just going to be stronger. So for sure, yeah, wow. that feels good. You think more people are going to be trying the Heat strategy of uh, pretending they're an average team during the season, and then and then uh, just going ham in the playoffs? Oh yeah, yeah, man. I think part of that too is like um, I think the bubble works out really well for them, but I also think that uh, Spo is the type of coach that that just kind of happens to his team sometimes i feel like uh because he's always fucking around uh he doesn't he doesn't it doesn't seem like he coaches the same like in the regular season games that are like all early on and stuff um i feel like his teams really get gelling like right before the playoffs and they usually go on a little run around that time and that's mm-hmm. when he's like starting to settle in like the shit that he wants to do um, so I think that's kind of a reflection of how he how he looks at it too. And you know, having Spo as your coach, you kind of have enough confidence in him to to always put a competitive product on the court, no matter what. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah! I think Spo. Uh, I want Spo to be there forever. Like I, I never want Spo to not be there. Like I see, I see him as like one of one of the group of people that are going to like take over when Pat Riley uh, can no longer be around, but he's young. He's young enough. Yeah. Yeah. And he's been working with Pat man for, since he got his start. So like, it's perfect. Hmm. Um, I guess it would, you know, depend on if he really wants to do that or if he just likes coaching more, but, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm happy with where, where the heat are. Um, I couldn't really, I couldn't act like uh, getting to the finals alone isn't like uh, crazy and unbelievable. It's really fun to watch them get to this point. Yeah. It's not like it happens all the time, right? <clears throat> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, but, you know, so we'll, we'll see how that keeps going. Um, it's not looking good. It's, you know, I think LeBron's going to get this ring. If Bam can somehow come back, like I think we could steal some games there, but I don't know. I don't know. It's uh, Anthony Davis is a real problem, and if we're not like oh, yeah. totally, if the Heat aren't totally healthy, then uh, like uh, even a totally healthy Heat would have to work super fucking hard to stop that man. They have built a um, a super team. Rondo about to be, I think, the only player to possibly uh, to win a championship with the Lakers and Celtics, which is a first time thing. Yeah, they were talking about it uh, in game one, I believe. And like they were talking about should they move 
when a franchise moves to another city, should they take the records and shit? And uh, I think they should if it's the same, like, if it's the same people and the same players and shit, then why the fuck not? But I don't know. That's a tough call because the Lakers actually would lose a few. Um, And then do you give those to Minnesota or something? You can't really, right? Or do you just say this is from an old team that isn't here and isn't here anymore? Yeah, see, I think the Lakers deserve to take them in a situation like that, you know, but like in a situation where, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like uh, if if there's no team to replace that team, yeah, that's that's tricky. I was going to say the Lakers would protest hardcore if you were like, uh, we have to take, I think they, there's like four of them that are with Minneapolis, uh, not with Los Angeles. So um, they would probably protest hardcore because like they were so close. Well, they are most likely going to tie the Celtics now for most all time. And that's, I think that's a big deal. Um, I mean, I, I'm not being sarcastic. I think that's like a major big deal for, for both yeah. of those teams. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big deal for Lakers Celtics rivalry and, mm. uh, and just also the NBA, the quest of uh, being the best. Yes, the consistent quest. The Seattle Supersonics kept all of their history and shit. Um, oh, when they went the, to the Thunder? Yeah, I don't think the Thunder... I think the Thunder, they don't count any of that history of the Sonics. Oh, 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 oh uh, I see. So, like, when a Sonics... Like, basically leaving the potential... It's kind of like when you... It's kind of like when you freeze someone who has a terminal illness uh, in hopes that they can be saved by uh, the science of medicine in the future. <laughs> yes. um, that's <laughs> what see. happened to the Sonics. <laughs> and if the Sonics come back, <laughs> if someone buys a team in Seattle, mm. then it's like, uh, you know, rejuvenating, uh, you know, reincarnating that person, so to speak, that team and the fucking records are all back and shit. I see. I mean, I like that. So basically, they're the one championship they have is frozen in time in in the city of Seattle somewhere. Yeah, yeah. For like, I don't know, Bill Gates or Jeff Bezos to like resurrect one day and uh, open up a new stadium, start the team back up again. I hope that happens one day. I think they would. Well, I was I was gonna say they should move the Clippers. That won't happen. Uh I've also, I mean, we've also suggested many times on who they, what team they should move to Seattle because the the city that they're in is trash. Like Utah, like we we put Utah over <laughs> in Seattle's fine. You know what I mean? <laughs> kind of trash. <laughs> yeah, everybody, all all the journalists pissed that like COVID ruined what would it be like their dream finals to go between like LA and Miami, uh, back and forth. You know, to cover. Oh my the, god, to cover the finals. That's true. Um, that, that's a good point. But instead, they're just inside the bubble in Orlando. Especially with like the weather right now, like it must be like so nice in LA and Miami. Like you know, end of September, beginning of October type of a thing. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Mm, man, you, um, you could oh, man, you you could be at the beach for every single game. Yeah, yeah. She's true. It's got to be better than when it was like. Uh, I don't know, fucking like San Antonio and the Knicks or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> nah, the Knicks is cool. You get to go to New York, I guess. Yeah, yeah. New York's cool if if it's just, that's what you're into. Yeah, but if you're if you're a beach fellow, I mean Miami and yeah. uh, Miami and uh, L.A. is where it's at. Sure, if you're trying to kick it Big Willie style. <laughs> <laughs> 
welcome to Miami. So did you see what Kyrie's been saying? He's been kind of like going off. He's been re-entering yeah. the the public world a little bit, I guess, because, you know, they're about to be pretty fire and relevant again when they mm-hmm. come back. Um, did you see, uh, he said, one thing I've always been comfortable with is I felt like I was the best option on every team I've played for down the mm. stretch. Damn. Mm. Wow. <laughs> that's that's cold. Damn. Yeah. He said, This is the first time in my career where I can be like, that motherfucker can make that shot too. Wow. <laughs> Your impression of him is always fantastic. My favorite one is the quote about how the Nets don't really need like a head coach. And it's like, oh. some, days, some days I'll be the coach. Some days KD will be the coach. Maybe we'll let Jacques Vaughn coach every now and then. Yeah, that that just made me think like, oh hell, like Steve Nash mm-hmm. is gonna have to fucking. He's already being kind of undermined by this yeah, man. Absolutely ridiculous. Um, which, like, you know, I don't think that means they're gonna have any actual problems because I think Nash doesn't really care as long as they go out there and play basketball. <laughs> but um, you know, we'll see. He also said, um, he also said that like uh, about. Kenny, what's his name, being fired? That uh, the last coach? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I keep blanking out in his last name. He, mm. uh, you want to know something? What is this man's name? Can we think of his name? Kenny. He wasn't. He wasn't memorable. But God um, uh, damn it, uh, Loggins. Um, uh, <laughs> Maine. Kenny Maine. Uh, Kenny Rogers. Um, <coughs> I mean, I kind of want to guess it now because if we if I look it up, then it'll just kind of spoil the whole man. thing too quick. Kenny, it's not Kenny Smith. No, <laughs> that's why I can't. That's why I can't remember him because he's not famous enough of a Kenny. I forgot know? how many. I, I didn't realize how many. I, I I couldn't believe how many famous Kennys I could rattle off there. Actually, yeah, yeah that yeah. was impressive. That was thank uh, you. Uh, yeah, you got Rogers, fucking Smith, Loggins, mm-hmm. uh, Chesney. You know what Ooh, I'm saying? There you go. This man, uh, he's not on that level of Kenny. He's more of a Kenneth, I would think. Oh, okay. Atkinson. That's you got it. Boom. Yeah, damn. Such a such a disrespect to this man. But you know what, a man? Bit. I'm gonna tell you something. One time I was watching a Nets game and the camera, like, first of all, th- th- these coaches definitely don't know when the camera is on them. I've learned that much from being a Heat fan and one mm-hmm. and I see Spo. It's hilarious all the time. They, they catch him doing some wild shit. <laughs> they put the camera on Kenny Atkinson and he fucking, uh, he like did something, he did something crazy, dude. Like he, uh, oh my God. I think he like, he like took the wax from his oh, ear. Yes. And he, uh, he, he rubbed his on his lips. Like yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. Yes. I just saw this the other day. They caught him. Um, yeah, kind of gross. <laughs> yeah, man. And um he like looked at it and stuff, and then just like rubbed his lips, and you're like, oh, he just he just uh he, 
he just used the wax from his ear to as like as like lip balm. <laughs> yeah, and I was watching that with Olivia, and she was so disgusted by That's Kenny. Disgusting. Yanks. She was uh, forever. She couldn't even look at him anymore. <laughs> like, <laughs> just like he's gross. If he hadn't done that, he has like sort of a a Pat a young Pat Riley vibe going on, right? Like he's got like the slick hair, and he's like he's you know thin, felt, middle aged guy, you know. He could, you know, but then now all you think about now is like this man takes the, his earwax and rubs it on his lips, <laughs> which yeah. is just a, is a new level for me. I have to admit. Yeah, but uh, Kyrie said, I want somebody that's going to understand that I'm a human being first. So it's like, wow, who knows what kind of fucking beef they had? I think I think the only coaches that like Kyrie would be happy with are like the Dalai Lama. Um the 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 the, the, the Dalai Lama is definitely running zone. I'm pretty sure. Oh, oh, really? Your your zone on that one? Yeah, I think the Dalai Lama is running zone defense. He's getting in the zone. So everybody kind of shares in the defense, as opposed to having to take on you know too much responsibility <laughs> for one guy. Kyrie is like he's a he's a little full of himself and a little obnoxious, and it kind of bugs me. Um, but at the same time, best damn dribbler in the NBA right now. Yeah, love his handle. Love Handles his handle. are the best. I think the best coach for him would be like hologram uh, <laughs> Obi-Wan Kenobi or Yoda. One of the two. I'm more of a Yoda guy myself, but I mean, I, I won't I won't uh, I won't kick Obi-Wan out of bed for eating crackers. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. Crumbs all up in the bed. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> All up in the bay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man. Shit. Come here, Obi-Wan. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh, just the hologram just disappears. Uh, yo, so then LeBron heard that shit. Mm. Uh so we think. I mean, I assume he heard I, it. I assume that he heard it. Yeah. And he was asked a question about uh his relationship and connection with uh Anthony Davis. And he like stopped for a second and thought about it. And then he said, like, I guess they asked him, I don't even remember what the question was. Like, what's the best thing about your you know, relationship with Anthony Davis or whatever? Mm-hmm. And he said, Oh, well, he literally said though. Uh, he said, we're not jealous of each other. I think that's the best thing. So he, he said it's the best thing. Oh, you think that was a subtle... Uh... Well, people people thought... People are saying, to quote a COVID <laughs> patient right now, <laughs> uh, pe- people are saying that, um, that it was, that it was like a response to Kyrie Irving. And uh, I could see him, I could see him doing that a little bit. Um, I don't think he, uh, you know, I don't think he gives, I, I think he moves on from that stuff, to be honest. Um, he has kind of the luxury of being, of, of being able to move on like that. Um, but there was one thing when recently, I don't know if we spoke about this on a previous episode, but when they asked him about the MVP voting and I was very surprised that he didn't make like a, give them a diplomatic answer. He said, uh, I'm a little pissed about it. And I was like, damn, I didn't think LeBron like cared about winning MVP. Like he's just out for championships now. That's all he wants to get. But he was a little pissed yeah. that um, that Giannis got MVP again. Yeah, yeah, he was salty about that. But man, don't even come at me with that shit. Like, even though, okay. even though my beloved Heat 
fucking just totally destroyed Giannis in the entire Milwaukee <laughs> Bucks. Uh-huh. I still think that Giannis was the MVP, like hands down. I just really? think he, I just think LeBron's wrong on this one. I really hmm, do. Okay. Only because like uh like is is was LeBron probably like the second most valuable dude? Like probably. But like uh Anthony Davis and Chris Middleton is a lot different. No, like uh, mm. having Anthony Davis uh, is a big fucking deal. And like, how come Anthony Davis didn't get uh, any any MVP talk? You know what I'm saying? That's fair because, and that, and here's why I think you you here's here, here's what makes the case for for either of the two of them to win it. The Lakers were not in the playoffs last year, and now they're number one in the West. So yeah. Yeah, uh, one extra eyebrow that wasn't there before. <laughs> right. So you can make the case with that one argument, but there's all sorts of arguments you have to make. Um, but the, the fact is like MVP is a regular season award. And so you're basically just awarding, <laughs> you're just awarding a guy for his performance um, from game one to 82. And it doesn't matter what happens in the playoffs. And that in itself sort of bugs me just altogether. You know what I mean? Because yeah. Giannis folded in the second round. Um, and it's, uh, you know, it's like that. This is your MVP. Like, this is your God. You know what I mean? Yeah, that always bugs me. Should they do like a, a playoffs MVP that's separate even from the finals MVP? You know what I mean? I say no. I say your MVP, you, you there's there's one MVP. Well, no, eh, I don't know. That's so tough. Like, why do we need to have so many awards? Like, why do you need to award? There's like there's like this first team, the second team, the third team, then there's MVP. Uh, and it doesn't matter how many awards you create. Bradley Beal still, still got like, uh, for some reason, nothing out of it. And it's like, and his numbers were amazing. Um, yeah. And then just, fucking like, uh, Andre Drummond's getting like put on the all defensive first <laughs> team and shit. Yeah. 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 And it's just like, you know, what's the point? I mean, if you're going to create all these awards then you better get, get at least get the right people in there. And then, you know, for, for everybody to realize that, well, the MVP is only for regular season. Like, well, if you have to keep saying that, then what's the point in even handing it out? Cause then, you know, somebody could just, you know, fuck off in the playoffs and it doesn't really matter. So, I mean, I, I'm almost, uh, you almost took it there, but I was going to say maybe they should, the MVP should, you should consist of what you did in the regular season, what you did in the playoffs, and then basically what you did in the finals. But then again, you're cutting out a lot of players because you're, you're narrowing down your choices to two different teams. Yeah. Yeah. The more I think about it, the more I'm like, man, you're, just you're fine out. with the way it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I hear you. Like maybe, you know, it turns out the NBA may have already had this thought process before and they're way past us. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. But who knows, man, was, was LeBron responding to Kyrie or not? You know, mm. I want to say um, no. If you're asking me, I, I I say no. I don't think he cares anymore. LeBron, what's the best part of your relationship with Anthony Davis? I think it's uh, he believes that the world is a globe, <laughs> that it's globular in nature. Uh, uh, I, I love the fact that my son, AD, is not on Instagram too much like my other son, Kyrie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, taking shots. Yeah, I, I guess I'm kind of glad to hear from Kyrie again, though, a little bit. Cause, yeah, um, yeah, I know. I know. He makes things interesting, if nothing else. Yeah, yeah. There's no other dude like like him. 
Man, he is full of himself, though. <laughs> I gotta yeah. say that that's one of the most annoying personality traits to me is when when I meet somebody who's full of himself, and I just yeah, it's uh to no end. Yeah, it's no good. If uh, if he can put it down on the court and KD, yeah, uh, Kate, man, KD's kind of a fucking weirdo too, man. With like oh bur- yeah, burner accounts and shit, and like getting in arguments with twelve year olds. Yeah, he's so touchy about everything, even though he like really did his thing. Uh, <laughs> Honestly, that team might there's a potential for it to just be a mess from top to bottom if they can get their shit together. I mean. I don't know how Nash coaches, so that could be interesting. But, I mean, there's a lot of potential there, a ton. You know, you have, yeah, I mean, KD and, and Kyrie. That's Let's start there. I mean, those are two amazing players at their uh, position. And then uh, Karis LeVert has emerged as, like, uh, an amazing uh, player that they probably bring off the bench and everything. I don't know. It's a competitive division, too. Yeah, they're going to be they're gonna be good, I think, just because it will... You know, KD's coming out from a, a serious injury, but I think he'll be okay. I think I do, gonna, I, I do too. Because he doesn't play, uh, you know, he's fucking Kevin Durant. Like, he just takes unblockable jump shots and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I think he'll be okay. It looks so easy for him out there sometimes. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's fun. It's fun to watch KD, to be honest. Yeah, and the fact that they're going to be in the East is like, oh, man, you know, as a Heat fan, it's like, all right, now we got to deal with y'all. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that division, man, now that I think about it, you know, Philly has Doc Rivers now. Celtics will pretty much be coming back as the same team or maybe not with like one little improvement to them. The Knicks will probably still be the worst, to be honest. But, I don't even. I don't even want to guess. I don't even. We'll have to save uh, that for the real deep kind of the offseason. That is. That is kind of. Yeah, I, I was just thinking of. <laughs> that, yeah, I, I was just thinking of that division and like how it's going to line up because like yeah, Brooklyn could Knicks, be good, Philly uh, could be good, Boston and Toronto will be good. I think the Knicks will just still be the bottom. Yeah. Yeah, they will. They will. Even with Thibodeau, they really fucked up, man. They really. <laughs> they. It could have been them. It could have been them that had oh, yeah. Kevin Durant and Kyrie. I don't even... They probably heard that so much. <laughs> uh, I don't well, know. It, it's the it's ownership, right? With them? Yeah. Yeah. Dolan. It's uh, the whole thing. Quite the personality. I mean, got a... You know, he's got a blues band and shit. <laughs> like, uh, he seems... Uh, he seems like he's not very self-aware. It seems. I don't know. And, any rich white guy that has a blues band uh, is not self-aware. You're absolutely correct. <laughs> <laughs> Bruce Willis is not self-aware. Um, yeah, just you could you could just make a blanket statement. And they, I think he is a big deterrent to anyone fucking going there. What a shame! It's such like it's such a well. It's funny they they have really big egos for a team that last won a championship in like '73 or something like that. Um, I think the Yankees do a lot of like, uh, not to get into other sports, but I think the Yankees do a lot of the heavy lifting for New York city. Oh um, yeah. Oh yeah. It's like, cause they have like the most, you know, banners all time in their sport. Oh, yeah. But I think like, uh, it, it makes Knicks fans like super, you know, it gets them a little egotistical and stuff. And, uh, it's like, no, no, you guys, you guys haven't been relevant for, for like a minute now. Yeah. <laughs> so long we, time. Long. Yeah. Long time. It's, it's just been a, a debacle. And, uh, 
it's only really a debacle because it's New York City. Like it's a team with yeah. a lot of with a lot of money. Like yeah. there are there are other teams that have performed this bad in the NBA, but nobody really gives a shit. So yeah, and just because it's New York, like they have like built in prestige, you know, mm-hmm. like they don't even have they have literally like probably one of the most trash organizations. Like <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's not like the Spurs or like. Uh, so shit like what's happening in Miami or whatever, or, mm. or you know what I'm saying? Like they they're not like uh, battle testing like a, a fucking really well oiled machine like or of an organization. Like they're just putting out trash. And if you gave them a fire team tomorrow, like they would immediately be like, uh, you know, one of the most exciting <laughs> and interesting teams because yeah. it's, it's New York. Yeah, I mean, you, you even have to say you have to end your sentence that way. <laughs> With uh, it's New York, yeah. So it's yeah. it's yeah. They just feel like they should be better. I mean, at least like at least making the playoffs. Yeah, shout out to the Marlins too. Speaking of uh, for real for a second, like Marlins doing good. Mm-hmm. I like seeing them do well, but they always uh, they always um, they take it too far. They take it too far. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good way of putting it. Yeah, I didn't know how to. I didn't know how to put that better than than how you said it. Yeah. They take it too far. <laughs> they go all fucking out for like the only one World Series win. Yeah, yeah. that's it. That's yeah, it. and then they like never mo- come back. <laughs> Most teams try to like build a dynasty, uh, and <laughs> <laughs> no, not the Marlins, man. No, They're like man. one-year contracts. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, we got the uh, you know once this wraps up. Um, however it goes, not counting the heat out, but I mean, it's not looking fucking good. It's not um, looking good. No, I'm, I'm sorry, champ, but, uh, it's yeah. at, least, at least you made it there and he needs to have a great future ahead of them no matter what. Um, I'd like to see them at least not get swept. Uh, I think that'll be one, yeah. Yeah. one really exciting win for them. Uh, if that happens. So nice little gentleman sure. sweep for sure. We could, we could try to, you know, fucking poke, poke the King a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, then we got the draft coming up in November. Um, the only I don't even really get too into the draft usually. Um, but I was just looking at it to see where the Knicks are picking. Uh, the draft is November eighteenth, so that's kind of that's neat. crazy. By the way, in a month, <laughs> a month and a half after the finals, the finals aren't even mm-hmm. done, and we have a draft. Mm-hmm. God, man, but, I love. I kind of love it actually, but. Uh, Man, but the Knicks have the eighth pick. Like I was expecting them to have a better pick. I was like, damn. <laughs> no, they can't. They can't. <laughs> That's they, not they, even they that good. <laughs> they can't even lose right. It's 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 disgusting, man. Yeah. I don't get it. Fuck, man. Um, um, I'm like you. I don't. I don't. Uh, I'm not too into the draft either. But I would. I'll pay attention to it for a little bit just to like see if any trades go down. And I. That's the most exciting part of it for me. Yeah, I like to get into it like maybe like the day, the weekend of the draft or something, and I'll to really you know see who, if there's anybody good like um, or what my favorite team who who they're gonna draft or whatever. But uh, I'm not a big college uh, basketball guy. Me so. either. When you watch it, like, does it seem like a, like a foreign game to you? Like, it doesn't even seem like it's basketball to you. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just not, uh, it's just different. Yeah, definitely. Um, Long ass, like, shot clock and shit, like, I don't know. Yeah, it just doesn't make, it doesn't make any sense for me. And maybe it's because I started watching the NBA first, and then I 
gave, tried to give college a shot and it just didn't college. I feel like I would like it more. Maybe if I had like gone to college and like graduated with a four-year degree or something, and like, I would have a little pride in it or something. But even yeah. that, like the older you get, like, it just gets kind of lame to be honest. Yeah, like it's tough. It's tough yeah. to have an allegiance to a school and shit. Like, I don't know. But the draft is coming up. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm, Celtics are pick number uh, 13, I believe, if I remember correctly. So, I mean, that's uh wait, is it 13? Oh, yeah, you got 14. 14. Somebody just made a um, an image recently about, about how the 13th pick in the draft has been a special one. <laughs> they put up Harrow's picture. They put up Kobe's picture. Uh, mm-hmm. who, else, who else did they put up there? I was like, oh, first of all, do not compare Kobe to Harrow, especially not this year. Um, <laughs> and uh, who else was in there? There's no other good picks that have been number 13. Um, and so, but I guess the Celtics have 14, which is figures by the way, cause that's the same pick they had the year Harrow was drafted. So last year, so cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's see how, how it works out. And it's like a weak draft and everything. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah. T wolves got the first pick. That's really good for them. And then the fucking warriors got the second pick. Uh, the rich get richer. They'll mm. either get somebody that helps them a lot or trade the fuck out of that with Andrew Wiggins to get something. It's that's so ugh, man. That could be, I mean, if Lakers win it all this year, them versus the Warriors, holy shit, man. Yeah. Somebody uh made mention that there hasn't been a Western Conference team hasn't been to the finals that wasn't from California or Texas in like 20 years or something like that. Damn. Nope, that's wrong. Sorry, Oklahoma City. <laughs> My bad. I don't know where I heard that that snap from. <laughs> Fuck it. Snap for them. Snap <laughs> for them. Um, <clears throat> yeah. No, but um, you're talking about the Warriors, but like, uh, yeah, that first pick is major. Um, yeah, man, they. Clay's coming back. Draymond's coming back. Curry's coming back, and they have the first pick. I, I'm, I'm 99% sure they're going to trade it. 99% sure. Yeah, it feels like it helped them a lot more in a trade. Because, yeah, I mean, you know, draft is weak and, you know, they're still kind of in win now mode. Um, I think Steph is in his 30s, so um, they're in win now mode. And so they're not going to get a rookie on the team unless they find somebody they really like. I don't really know. But you're right. The rich get richer. Could be an exciting West next year. Lakers, Warriors. Hmm. Until LeBron retires, I think the finals or all championships go through him, basically. So it doesn't matter what your team does next year or my team. Um, LeBron is still kind of yeah. the he's the king. You gotta get, yeah, you got to beat LeBron. Got to go through him. Um, I could see him going to the finals with the Lakers, losing, and then retiring. I don't think he'll care. He doesn't, need to, he doesn't need to leave on top or anything like that. Brady didn't leave on top. And so those two guys are probably, you know, the best in their sport and everything. It's, it's a little depressing. But yeah, the only reason that Toronto won last year, I think, is because LeBron's Lakers, because LeBron was injured and the Lakers didn't make the playoffs. And so, yeah, that's that. It, it, goes, it goes through LeBron until he leaves. So. It's true. He's got a pretty tight grip on it. I mean, what is it? Is this his 10th time? I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's just nuts. Yeah. <clears throat> if I would, some shit, like if I would were to go back and tell child me, 
uh, it would blow my mind. Like if I, to find out like, yeah, LeBron, it's the year 2020. He's been 10 times to the finals or like uh, Russell Westbrook averaged a triple double two seasons in a row. Like hmm. what? What the fuck <laughs> happened? <laughs> it's true. The NBA has. Uh, I just stole your line. The NBA has changed a lot since you and I started started watching it. Actually, yeah. George Carl, he picked the Heat to win the finals, uh, and then like after game one, he was just like, "Oh hell." Yeah, <laughs> 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 <He>, uh, <laughs> pretty much. In so many words, he didn't say that exactly, but. Uh, <laughs> Uh, not he he said that in less words than all oh, hail. Yeah, that's pretty much how I felt after game one. <laughs>